And welcome back to another exciting episode of Goth Girl Horror, the official hack slash podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm your co-host, Tracy Lux. And tonight we are talking about Vlad's origin a bit more. We did one episode, uh, Me Without You, and now we really get into the meat of what happens with uh, Vlad's family, uh, which is really cool. Um, this is a straight-up horror story, I'll Be Get Out. I was going to say, it even seems like a meaty, greedy, like, classic horror story on top of that, too. Yeah, and uh, Daniel Leister's artwork in this is, I don't know, it just seems different than previous issues, but it's not any worse. It's fantastic, as always. It just, it seems like there's uh, so much going on, because, like, there's two pages in here, but there's so much dialogue bubbles, and his artwork fits in. It's like when Vlad is in bed and Cassie shows up with Mari, it's just the bubbles everywhere. You know what I mean? What he has to draw around. It, it's a crazy amount of bubbles, I think, in that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I digress. We're going to jump right now into the first issue. Um, I thought I had... Issue some, 16. Issue 16. I thought I had some horror tidbit news to talk about, but I don't think I did. We are so far away from like a good slasher movie in theaters, uh, not until August, which we got Candyman. A lot of people don't consider Candyman to be a slasher. Um... I mean, he's he's in that family, sort of. But, uh, you know, real true slasher returns this October with... Uh, do you know what movie, Kat? Do you know what movie, Charcy? Uh, that would be the new Halloween coming out. Mm, Halloween Kills. Yes. Been delayed for over a year. I am excited to see that one. Yes, definitely. Me too. Cannot absolutely wait. And it's been over a year, too. And I'm so glad it's coming out in October. I mean, perfect time for that. Mm. Actually, no, it will be a year from when it was supposed to come out from the last time. It was supposed to be out in October of last year. So we're not quite at a year uh, yet. Yeah. We're almost there. Mm. <laughs> Comes out the same month as Venom, Absolute Carnage. Let There Be Carnage. Oh, I forgot about that one, too. So, yeah, that would be cool, too. I think Halloween would be the better movie. I'm sorry, Venom, but oh, your definitely. first film sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can agree. <laughs> but, yeah, so we have with... Oh, well, I just thought of something. For, I, I would love to of? see I would love to see a Cassie symbiote. Oh, my God. Can you imagine an issue with that? That yeah. would be cool. <laughs> and not just Venom, not like, not like just, just like Venom, you know what I mean? Because there are other symbiotes out there that she could be possessed by, like Scream, probably not Carnage. <laughs> uh, Carnage would be interesting because of how much she fights against that darker nature of herself. You know what I mean? Yes. But I would love to see. I would definitely. I would definitely get a white cover and have. Because um, I like we're gonna have like Venom number one launched again, which is Legacy issue two hundred one, um, and I'm gonna buy it because I own every issue of Venom. I will have Tim do a Cassie Venom on the cover, or Cassie symbiote on the cover of Venom number one coming up. That would be cool. Mm. So yeah, I'll definitely have to post that when you do that. Absolutely, absolutely. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Let's go on to The no, Good Son. perfectly fine. So with The Good Son, uh, for both issues 16 and 17, the script is by Justin Jordan, art is by Daniel Leister, colors by Carlos Berdilla and Mark Engler, letters by Crank, and edits by James Lauder. And issue 16, The Good Son opens up with Johnny Argros' murder. Vlad and Cassie decide to investigate his death because it's related to finding Vlad's biological family in order to find a cure for his sickness. Come to find out, they have found someone else from Vlad's past, Mary. 
Cassie goes to the home of Mary to get some answers. She shows up in time to find that a creature that looks very similar to Vlad is killing all of her hired guards and is about to attack her as well. Mary, not having a conscience, kept hitting Cassie because she was, quote-unquote, in her way. After the last of the guards showed up, they start firing at the large invader. He escapes out the house and gets away. Cassie takes Mary to, to Vlad, and they start discussing what they plan to do about stopping the Bean family. Mary thinks that Vlad will be useless, but Cassie explains that they need to find his biological family in order to save his life. Plus, Cassie finally gets to give him the serum that was given to him, and it will give him a 24-hour period of strength. They find Shandy, who is Vlad's biological aunt, and take her hostage. They want to use her to find the headquarters of the Bean family. Come to find out it was a trap and Shandy has a bug on her and they are being traced. Her brother Colin shows up and runs their van off the road. Him and Shandy end up knocking everyone out and they are all taken hostage to the Bean mansion. So the cover for this has Cassie covered in blood, crotch shot, jumping in the air. <laughs> um, just, it's just funny how her legs are poised or whatever. Like, how is she making that jump? Let me find that one, because I have the one with uh, Vlad on the front. But yeah, that one definitely sounds interesting. There's a girl tied to a table, um, clearly probably naked based on the chainsaw in the way. The guy holding the chainsaw is wearing the pig uh, pig head mask, uh, reminiscent of uh, Hotel Hell, if you've ever seen that movie. Oh, yes, now I found it. Yeah, Hotel Hell, um, The Strangers, it kind of looks like that, too. Right, the guy with the hatchet looks like Victor Crowley, and the person behind him looks like either one of the strangers or somebody from The Purge. Yes, I can definitely agree with that, too. And you have to, of course, strip your victim naked in order to chop them in half, I guess, you know, with the chainsaw. That, yeah. that's, that just makes perfect sense. But that's what you got to do with your sacrifice, so... <laughs> Justin Jordan wrote this one, not Tim Seeley. Do we know what Justin Jordan worked on? No, that name wasn't familiar to me. While you're looking that up, I'll start into the issue. Uh, and a uh, man is walking home and is confronted by the Bean sister, who is uh, Vlad's incestuous sister, the one from the origin story. Except she had much longer hair. Right, she must have gotten a cut. And um, Vlad is still, uh, you know, in bed, unfortunately, and uh, it's got the super secret formula to, uh, you know, that could revive him from the previous story arc, but he hasn't injected himself with it yet, and uh, I guess they're kind of saving it for a special occasion. Apparently, what he has done is a lot of stuff from Legacy of Luther Strode, so any of the Luther Strode comics... Uh, Dead Body Road. Hmm. Okay. Um, He's worked for Image Comics for quite some time. So. Cassie goes to investigate the, uh, the uh, Mari, uh, who we previous we have met before, and encounters Vlad's overgrown, hideous-looking brother. And Cassie's reaction is absolutely what it should be. You know, holy shit. Um, Cassie gets shot in the back, but she's fine afterwards. Is it with like Bean rock bags. salt? Be- what? Yep. It was those bean bags or whatever. Oh, was, okay. She wants to take Colin's character alive, so she was just hitting him with bean bags. Gotcha. Okay, that makes complete sense. Um, 
who's the who I got lost in like who the police squad is they just regular police she hired them these are all hired men in fact I think they make the joke when they're leaving they say the company's name because they they had all quit because she's like stop firing on him I want you to take him alive and they're like uh nope we're we quit so let's see Maurice's securities will send you their final bill. So it just was a security of company she had hired to try and take this guy alive. She's definitely changed a lot since the last time we saw her. Yeah. Definitely meaner. I mean, she wasn't a nice person to begin with, but she's definitely crueler in this one. I, I love Vlad's reaction where he's like, I like your hair. Eat like boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does have that kind of boyish haircut, but I absolutely do like that with a uh, woman when they have their hair cut like that, that short. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I've always been attracted to a woman with a short, short, short hair, you know, like a pixie cut or a short haircut. Well, Vlad apparently likes it, too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I uh, I had a girlfriend who had really long hair, and then one day she showed up, whatever, to meet me for our date, and her hair was just chopped off. It was just gone. You know what I mean? She had long hair for a while, for the many months, and then she just shows up, and she's got shorter hair than me, and I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, that's cool. The nails on this uh, on this bitch are just unbelievable. How do you get anything done with fingernails that long? Well, I mean, she's not really doing much of anything but killing people with those. So, I mean, again. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't get anything done with nails that long. That's for sure. And she is Vlad's auntie. Yes. She is definitely his aunt. Hmm. Uh, Vlad's twisted brother shows up, which uh, just looks like a more hideous version of Vlad. Like, Vlad can back, kind of be cute and cuddly sometimes, like, you know, in the cheerleader zombie issue. But this yeah. guy is just a horror show. Which I'm assuming Colin's supposed to be, like, his... Oh, well, technically, I mean, he would be, what, his uncle and his cousin, if we were going to get technical? Right. A little technical, but that's fine. <laughs> I think he says I think I think the aunt or the Colin has like double um double titles, right? Yep. Yep. I think they all do, so which <laughs> we'll get into that in the next issue. <laughs> Craziness. And um of course, uh Colin has this lovely infatuation with Cassie because she's so strong. Yeah, he likes uh, his meat to have some fight in it. When we get back to the house after everyone has been defeated, the Bean Estate, um, and Grandpa, looking as hideous as he is, is there. We see Cassie mm-hmm. trussed up in the basement with a bunch of other victims. Um, so I'm going to point something out. There's a guy missing his legs to the left of her. There's a guy, another guy missing his legs to the right of her. There's, uh, I'm assuming, a black woman missing both her arms and her legs. But Mari isn't there. But we come into the next issue, Mari will just suddenly be there. Yeah. Yeah. And little continuity. They're more in the corner too. Yeah. They're yeah. more in the corner too. Little continuity error, but that's error, but that's totally fine. It is very funny that Cassie thinks that she can take down Vlad's brother. Um, she can't even take down Vlad, 
and Vlad's brother is out to kill with no restraints as much as Vlad has restraints. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's the idea is that the fact that she's technically got the black blood in her now. Yes. So, but she doesn't know her strengths right now. Correct, and that actually comes up in the next issue as well. Um, yes, it does. Speaking of, by the way, the previous uh, episode we talked about trailers part two, uh, the rape van. Did they? Did they? Did they take the rape van? Because <laughs> this is the rape van they're in, by the way. <laughs> oh my god! But no, because Vlad destroyed it. But oh my god, that is the same. Van. It's like the like, same kind of van. Oh my god! There's an episode of Quantum Leap where Sam leaps into like a mother in the '70s, and like the uh, the disappearance of the son like tears the family apart, and she's a single mom. And um, th- throughout the episode, all we keep seeing is this like white van driving around, and I guess this is the van that like kidnaps <laughs> um, the son, and you know we never see the son again. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It, but yeah, that definitely is the same van. Yikes! Yeah, that's just. Ugh. <laughs> there's a well, back. The, what were we oh, gonna I'm say? Sorry, what was that? Oh, uh, there's a backup story. Uh, the corpse in Orphans of the Air, Part Six. Um, these these are little mini micro stories that have been appearing throughout the books, uh, through the actual comic books, but I don't think they're reprinted in the omnibuses. And then there's an ad in here for This July, Death Shall Have No Dominion, Revival, A World Noir by Tim Seeley and Mike Norton, which I've never read before, and I really, really want to. Yeah, that does sound good. Hmm. Um, then in the back, the experience creativity. Once you turn that creative switch on, it doesn't go off till you die. Todd McFarlane wrote that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then that's it. And the back cover has an ad for Planetoid, which I don't know what that is, so... Oregon Ramen is in a restaurant in Ashland, Massachusetts. Serves traditional and authentic Japanese ramen, Thai noodle soups, and the best chicken wings in the Metro West. Everything done in-house from scratch, and they use only the highest quality products from small farms. Co-chef owners, Papanook and Alan McIntosh, combine their culinary skills with traditional Japanese cuisine to create an authentic, amazing flavor in every dish. Located at 1 West Union Street on Ashland, Massachusetts, their phone number is 508 508- 309-3416 or they can be located on Facebook at Dorgan Ramen Ashland and on their website as well www.dorganramen.com We're going to move on to the second issue of the two-parter By the way, who was on the other cover that you have? You said you have the other cover I don't have that one well, let's see. The one that they put in the omnibus, it's actually for, I'm seeing it's for this one. It's for issue 17, and it's cover B. And that's um, by Tradmore and Philippi, or Philip Sabarillo. Probably butchered his name. But yeah, it's got Vlad in the front with uh, two very bloody knives and several... Uh, it, I would want to say that it's supposed to be like what... Colin and his grandfather's characters are supposed to be like those creatures mm-hmm. are all dead in front of him. Interesting. So yeah, that's supposed to be for issue 17. But yeah, so for the plot synopsis of issue 17, we have showing years in the past, we are seeing how the Bean family first came to be. The original ancestor of the Bean family was rewarded with a boon from a beautiful woman 
who was actually a strange supernatural creature. After his night of pleasure with her, he gained new powers and started turning into a creature just like her. In order to keep his powers, though, he had to eat people. He later took a wife for himself and had several children with her. Return to the present time, and Bronson, Colin, and Shandy are explaining the bloodlines to Vlad. They also tell him that he is sick because he isn't eating people. They try to force him to eat an eyeball, but he spits it out at Bronson, who eats it instead. He makes a deal with Vlad, and he has to battle to the death with Colin. Kathy and Mary wake up inside a meat cooler. Mary has been pretty cut up, now missing one eye, four fingers, and an ear, which was the body parts that they were trying to force feed to Vlad earlier. Shandy shows up in the cooler to finish off the girls, but Kathy ends up kicking her over to Mary, who rips out her throat with her teeth. Just before the fight with Colin begins, Bronson tells Vlad that he isn't a full blood like the rest of the family, because the family is actually incest and has been keeping the bloodline within the family. And because of his father wasn't his grandfather, he lets Vlad know that his mother had left with another man. Um, he tries to lie to Vlad and tell him that his parents didn't want him, but this only enrages Vlad and he breaks from his chains. An intense fight breaks out between Vlad and Colin. But before Vlad loses the upper hand, Cassie and Mary show up in time to help. Bronson hurts both Cassie and Mary, and this enrages Vlad enough to finally slice off Colin's hands and next his head. Cassie knocks out Bronson, and they take a sample of his blood for Vlad's cure. But before she can kill him, Vlad explains to her that it's not their kill. They leave the task for Mary. This issue ends with Vlad having the cure to his disease finally, and Cassie and Vlad are now walking the graveyard. They have found his biological father, and they are there visiting his tombstone. Yeah, doesn't seem like uh, we're going to get any happy reunions with parent figures ever, unless uh, Tim decides to do a giant retcon and be like, oh, uh, what's her name wasn't really your mom or your dad. This is your real biological father. You know, kind of like they just did that in... um, um, they revealed in comics that Tony Stark is not the biological son of Howard Stark. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, his mother is who she says she is. She's like this former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, former like rock star hippie kind of woman. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I wonder if Tim has that up his sleeve to like give somebody a happy family ending. Well, I mean, whenever he draws uh, both Cassie's parents, I always kind of wanted to comment that Cassie doesn't look like either one of them. So. No, and I'm wondering if that's like a hidden thing up his sleeve. But I'm also wondering, like, he wrote all that, a lot of that before he became a family man. And now, you know, he's married and he has a daughter. Maybe something yeah. will change, you know what I mean? You're right, kind of based on your own uh, life and perspective, you know what I mean? We know Vlad's based on his grandfather. Uh, well, the name. True. Com- the, sorry, the name comes from his grandfather. But uh, I'm I'm just kind of curious if maybe that was an influence. You know what I mean? Like, did no, fa- you know, didn't have a family yet. Now he does. So that could be something cool that could end up happening. I mean, we but, always talk about the parallel worlds too. So right, but you're absolutely right though. Cassie does not look like either one of her parents. Both <laughs> have brown hair. Bl- sorry, brown hair and blonde hair. You know, her mom is like overweight. She's not. Dad is. Like a scientist, you know what I mean? She's not. 
personalities also face. copy your parents sometimes too. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's very true. And very much true. It's biological. It's you're gonna sometimes mimic your parents' personality. And yes, she does have her mother's killer instinct, but her mother was, you know, more like Norman Bates' mom. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you can technically get that survival instinct just because of naturality, so the killer instinct in her could be just because of how many years of fighting to survive. But I'm wondering, like, you know, did... Because we never see, like, the birth of Cassie, so could Mm-mm. Cassie been adopted? Maybe. We only saw her at teenage years or older. Hmm. I'm just kind of curious. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe that's something that's coming, the true parentage of Cassie Hack. So that would be interesting. So we open up with a different kind of style to the artwork. You know, it's it's definitely colored slightly differently than the rest of the book. Um, this green, nasty-looking, you know, demonic creature thing, you know, fucks this guy, and then he gets, like, the Vlad powers. Yeah, that that's probably the perfect way to put it. It becomes the... The boon, as she called it. But Vlad Powers. <laughs> Basically, like, Vlad Powers. And Vlad gets, like, the whole, you know, origin story, you know, said to him over dinner of uh, Mari's fingers. Well, four of her fingers, eyeball and ear. Oh, jeez. I didn't even realize that mm-hmm. was her until afterwards. Um, that that just, ugh, gross. Yeah. I, I was going to say, you think of things of your nightmares, and it's like, you know what, uh, like losing the simple body parts, especially like an eyeball, would be terrible. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cassie um, thinks uh, Mari is dead. It's uh, also hard to tell a little bit that her eye is cut out until later on, and that's mm-hmm. when uh, the evil sister shows up, and she also has like the anamorphic powers. We didn't see this in with You Without Me. No, and that they can change like the original woman. I'm not sure why the men don't change back and forth, but the women apparently can be seductive and beautiful, but they can also turn into the the creatures, so... Hmm. Um, I like them better as the beautiful crazy girls, not this, uh, you know, fork-tongue, clawed, (laughs) you know, just horrible teeth in, you know, just... I'm sorry, that just doesn't appeal to me. (laughs) I can't imagine why. <laughs> so, although Ca- her death is my favorite in this issue. Oh, with Mari like just taking a bite right out of her neck. Yep, yep. Um, Vlad uh, just is just trying to prove how much he is not like his family, and just like just goes to town with the both of them. Uh, Grandpa in the wheelchair doesn't do as much as uh, Vlad's brother does, but it's definitely a twisted, evil mirror image of Vlad. Yeah. Um, true. <laughs> you gotta love uh, Daniel drawing Cassie's like upside down, trying to get herself out of the predicament with the uh, the panty shot. <laughs> yes, I do like the attention to detail though. That it's also the foot where she had lost her two little toes. Um, is it? I Can think you it tell? Is. I don't see uh, that. The blade is like covering half the feet, so. Um, in that first one where she's kicking the boot off. Okay, gotcha. And the two little toes are just slightly way too short. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be the foot where she lost her toes. All right. But yeah, of course, you've got to have the panty shot if she's going to be upside down like that. <laughs> I'm not nearly that dexterous to be able to get out of the trap like Cassie is. Nope. 
Nope, I don't have that training either. You should try it sometime. Put on your Cassie outfit and just, you know, get... See if I'll you can do, like, somersaults. i for everyone. <laughs> yes! Put that on your YouTube channel. <laughs> you want to talk about the video that'll get the most hits is you, like, getting, like, just completely entangled in a uh, a rope snare wearing your Cassie outfit or whatever, completely upside down, and then you're, you know... <laughs> And it would just be me hanging there like, nope, this isn't going anywhere. I'm <laughs> nope, 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 no. You don't put that on YouTube. You're like, if you want to see me get completely just absolutely um, ridiculously tied up and trying to get out of it in the most complicated, stupid way possible that I don't actually do it, you can go to my OnlyFans. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Be like, you want to see how ridiculous I look? You better join. <laughs> um. And then you get you'll get the upside down panty shot too. Exactly. <laughs> What's not to love? Ah, <laughs> uh, and then of course you get them when they go into the dining room, and then you have poor Mary finding her body parts, and just that sad reality of when she takes her own fingers and her ear and sticks them in her pocket, and she goes, "These are mine." These but, are mine. Oh. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna put them on ice? And even Cassie's like, just leave it be. Mary, Mary's very stern. These are mine. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, poor girl. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah. then we get back to the fantastic fight scene with big old Colin and Vlad. I do appreciate every time Dan's attention to detail when it comes to the action scenes and the gore and just how brutal some of these can be. Yeah, this fight uh, really goes on and on, and in all the best way possible. This is, gives Vlad a real, like, foe for him to fight. Um, his mm -hmm. complete equal. Except that he is slightly better than Colin, and he even mentions it's because of the fact that his father was the butcher, and that he taught him how to cut. So I do kind of like that little cute homage that they kind of throw back, where he's like, you know, I'm better than you because I'm not your family. I almost thought the way that uh, Grandpa is holding Mari uh, by the back of the neck and then the arm that he was going to use his giant jabber jaw fangs and just, like, bite her arm clear off. I was waiting for that, too. And maybe he was preparing to until uh, Colin got cut up. Right. I was just like, oh, no, not the other arm. Why couldn't it have been the arm missing the fingers? That way you have, like... Yeah, yeah. Your, hand, your arm's pretty much useless at this point if you're missing your fingers. <laughs> yeah. It's not really hand anymore. I mean, you're not going to do much with just your thumb. No. <laughs> um, chopping the hands off of his brother is is fantastic, especially the sound effects it makes. Shlucksh. Mm-hmm. Oh, and his his sad face in the next slide. Just that, I mean, he's this grotesque-looking beast. Because, I mean, Vlad, at least... He seems more humanistic and that, but this guy, you can just tell he's got more an animal-looking features to him, but just how sad and distraught he looks when he loses his hand. Yeah, the absolute sheer look on his face of just like, oh no! And then he gets his head chopped off, just then, just like, I, 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 oh, and then and, and, and Cassie, what she does as well, stupid cannibals with their stupid hunger trying to eat me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You could just tell she's taking her rage out at that point in time. I wonder when we're going to see Mari again, because now the last we see her, she is just going to get her revenge on this old man for what he did, which she's rightfully mm -hmm. just, justified to do so, but I don't know if she shows up in the next issue. 
it'd be kind of neat to see her character come back and actually become like a hunter like what Vlad and Cassie are because at that point it's like she'd have probably like this really cool looking eye mask or something or an eye patch on her maybe her one hand would have like some kind of like a hook or a knife attached to it for a weapon that'd be pretty cool since you know she can't really use her hand anymore for the lack of fingers she could put like um like a chainsaw hand on there, you know. There we go. Yeah, baby. Ash. <laughs> I mean, I think they already had the female Ash as well, though. But I mean, just some kind of like weapon, so she's not like just like a stubby thing with missing fingers. Because oh, jeez, that just that's just horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I went out with a woman who had a missing arm. How long ago was that? Probably was a while ago, a little, right? Quite a while ago. I mean, I'm not with anybody right now, but um, yeah, that was that was a that was a two maybe three years ago. Um, she had it amputated after having it crushed in a car accident. Oh my god! Ouch. Yeah. So. Oh, but I'm sure she was still like one of the sweetest people, though. It was quite. I was like, uh, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. You know what I mean? She shows up wearing like a red like low-cut dress that's just like hugs her hips and every part of her you know what i mean so i didn't even really even like it didn't even phantom on me until she was like reaching over with like one thing she had a coat on you know what i mean and then she yeah. kept reaching over with one coat and then she took the coat off whatever and it's like missing you know what i mean it's 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 there is no arm oh so she didn't even disclose it until no, she she did, but I missed it in the profile. You know what I mean? But it's like a line. It's a single line, okay. and that's it. You know what I mean? And her photos or whatever, it's all from angles without the arm missing. Now I got you. Yeah, and she's like in a bikini. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she, and 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 it's like you know what I mean? It's from the side, whether she's lying down or whatever. And I was just like, oh my god! And she was just like, she's just, just she's like missed that in the profile, and I was like, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, but, but you look yeah. fantastic, any, regardless of your handicap. And she's like, oh, so thank you. Um, it took a little while for me to get over it myself, so I'm glad you're so cordial about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, uh, we went out for a little while, and uh, but uh, that was, yeah, it was just interesting to see how like she manages her world. Yeah, so it's just kind of one of those interesting things thinking about like how Mary would be able to develop it in for her own world. Of course, with uh, Vlad and Cassie, there's because uh, Vlad kind of had his own kind of handicap where, you know, he was slightly dying from a sickness, but now he's got the cure. And I, I like this cute little, well, I mean, it's not really cute. It's a sad ending, but in nice little homage to his biological father, uh, which they even reveal his name would have been Robert Lucas. So technically, Vlad's biological last name would be Lucas. Vlad Lucas. Over in the uh, there's a there's a there's some letters here uh, to Tim Seeley, a letter page. Um, uh, nothing that overly stands out to me. Tim talks about how he has a degree in illustration from the University of Wisconsin, EAU Claire. So we learned a lot about his uh, art in college. Nice. Yeah. And he wouldn't have been too far from where I'm at, because, yeah, if he was at UW. He says right he, was, in my neck of the woods. he was influenced uh, by Hackslash from uh, Halloween, John Carpenter. Um, also, uh, his writing is influenced by Alan Moore. 
James O'Barr, who's the creator of The Crow, and Chaos Comics of the 90s. Nice. Um, oh. aver- the uh, next chapter of The Corpse in Orphans of the Air, Part 7, is in here. Uh, advertisements for upcoming uh, d- uh, Image Comics for the month. Uh, Bloodstrike, The Darkness. Uh, next issue of Hackslash has a has a Cassie and Cat uh, on the cover, shining a flashlight. Um, newest issue, oh sorry, new Savage Dragon trade paperback. Newest issue is Spawn 221, Witchblade number 158. Third degree is with Mike Norton, uh, who is art director over at Image. And see if there's a question of the month. Yes, there is by Tim Seeley. Question of the month says the Image United will be finished, followed by a sequel featuring a team up to the largest generation of image creators, including Fire Breather, Invincible, Cassie Hack, Dr. Morrow, Tony Chu, something, and Bob Queen. I can't make out the lettering. It's so tiny. Mudman and the Mice Templar. We'll call it Image New Ided. I think this is a joke on the fact that... Oh, so Tim was doing Bloodstrike at the time. So Image United was the 20th anniversary image comic book that Robert Kirkman was involved with, um, as well as all the image founders that were still with the company at the time. Um, Todd McFarlane, Eric Larson, um, Jim Valentino, and it never got finished. Only two issues huh. ever came out. There was a brand new hero Did they created give a by. Reason why? Uh, just everyone blames everyone else. And uh, oh, okay. I, one of those. Yeah, uh, Eric Larson has always said, "I turned my artwork in long ahead of time." Whatever. It has never been completed. Only two issues of the six-issue series came out. Um, it's about this hero running around the Image universe. A brand new character created by. Uh, Robert Kirkman, who is trying to let everyone know that he is coming. The Omega is coming. And um, he finds uh, Officer Dragon and lets him know. um, And the new current spawn, not Al Simmons, shows up and tells him, yes, I know who you're talking about. And it's revealed at the end of the second issue that the the threat is Al Simmons himself, the Omega spawn. Oh. Yes, which is what Tom McFarlane refers to as Spawn, to Al Simmons as right now in the books, whatever. Like other, not the title of the book itself, but like Angels and Demons refer to Al Simmons as the Omega Spawn. So the story seems to have been concluded, but we, the fan base, never got to read it. Yeah. It's such a shame because it was supposed to be the reuniting of all the image founders on this one book. I was going to say that. That would have been pretty cool. So. Yeah. Even Jim Lee was uh, lending something to it in his own way, even though he was contracted with DC at the time. Uh, Rob Liefeld was supposed to come back as well. Um, so all the bad blood with that had finally been settled down. But next year is the 30th anniversary of Image Comics. So <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? Uh, but I've heard a joke Fingers that there crossed. was... I heard a joke that there was supposed to be, like, a sequel book to it, and, like, Tim was going to have, like, Cassie involved with it. So, who knows? Well, we'll have to wait and see. That's all the time we have here tonight on Goth Girl Horror, the Hack Slash podcast. Uh, Thank you, Charcy, as always, for your excellent plot synopsis for these two issues. Thank you, as always, for having me be a part of this, because we all love Cassie Hack and... Vlad and anything that has to do with hack slash. So. And if you look in the lower right hand corner of the covers for this, if you if you're reading these through the floppies themselves, um, there is it says 1992 to 2012 is the 20th anniversary of Image Comics, and that's when this book was supposed to be out. This 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 mini series. Um, previously in 2000. Two, there was a 10th anniversary series that was supposed to give away like the origins of like all the char- all the characters that were still with Image at the time, um, or origins or like secrets revealed kind of thing. 
and it was so freaking late. They just couldn't get it together. Two of the biggest things that were supposed to come out of it, we were finally going to learn the origin of the Savage Dragon, which was revealed that he was like a Hitler-like alien um, who had his brains beaten and smashed out of his body. So when he regrow, regrew his brain, he was a complete and utter amnesiac. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yes. So, huh. Um, and uh, Spawn was finally going to, Wanda was finally going to learn Spawn was her late husband, Al Simmons. That would have been cool. But yeah. yeah huh. And the other two stories, I don't remember what they were, but I think they were going to involve like Cyber Force and uh, Shadowhawk. Shadowhawk is Jim Valentino's book, uh, which I have every issue of. Okay, yeah. So um, yeah. who knows what, can, what they're going to do for the 30th anniversary. Hopefully it's not a giant collaboration because they have proven they cannot do that together. They just can't get a collaborated project <laughs> together. Uh, we're still waiting on Image United 10 years later to be finished, just like we're waiting on uh, Kevin Smith to finish his freaking Batman story from 10 years ago. Um, oh, yeah, with Onomatopoeia yeah. as the villain. So, anyway, you can find us over at Goth Girl Horror, the Hack Slash Podcast Twitter account, as well as Christy SAV. And you can find me at Charcy Lux or on either of our YouTube channels, because you have your Radio of Horror YouTube channel, and I have the Little Channel of Horrors. Definitely. Uh, definitely go over there and check out uh, Charcy with her co-host, uh, DC. And we just posted on mine uh, two back-to-back reviews for Fear Street 1994 and Fear Street 1978. And at the time that you're listening to this podcast, Fear Street 1666 should be up, as well as any other interviews that I may have conducted between now and when you listen to this podcast. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with a single standalone issue of Hack Slash. I think it's issue 18 here on Goth Girl Horror. Captain, Captain, who are you gonna stop tonight? Let the villains know that she's looking for a fight.